You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message, recorded live from our Brighton campus. I think all of us have had moments in our life where we misread a situation because we don't have all the facts, right? I don't know if you've ever had a moment where you step into a situation and um, you start to respond to the situation because of what you perceive to be the situation, but actually, you only know half the story, right? How many have had those moments? Um, I've learned, well, I've mostly learned not to send an email or not to send a text message or not to send, you know, a nasty reply in those moments when I don't necessarily know the whole story. Uh, because sometimes you get yourself into trouble. I've got myself into trouble responding, not realizing the other side of the story. Um, and I think in life, we... We see things from our perspective. We have a vantage point that we, we see it from our finite understanding. We go through life and we just see things as they are from our perspective. But what we see and what God sees can be quite different. We have half the story. We have only maybe a part of the story, but we don't know the whole story. And um, today we're going to look at a story in the Old Testament, a guy that we all should know of or We've heard of at least at some point is Elisha. He was a prophet that faced a situation that was not as it seemed. And uh, this is a great story. I think it's a well-known story, but it's a story that reflects something of a deeper truth that for you and I, and I think especially on the other side of Easter, understanding that Christ is bigger and more than enough for everything that we're going through. And um, we're going to look at 2 Kings chapter 6. And we're going to read, first of all, 8 to, to 12. It says this, that's 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 to 12. It says, Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he says, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware of the passing that place, because the Arameans are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and again, Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Will you not um, tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? None of us, my lord. The king, um, sorry, none of, none of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. Now, Elisha was functioning in a word of knowledge, wasn't he? We have in the New Testament, we see the gift of the Spirit. One of the, uh, one of the gifts of the Spirit is knowledge. And Elisha was functioning in the gift of knowledge. And that everything that the, the king of Aram uh, was saying, even in private, to his closest confidence or um, advisors or whoever the, the people around him, those very things were being said to the king of Israel. Elisha was being told the same thing. So every time the, the king of Aram was going to attack Israel in one location, the, the king of Israel was informed of that, of that decision, of what was going to happen. So every time um, this kind of attack was to happen, Israel was prepared. Now, Elisha functioning in the gift of the Lord stopped the work of the enemy, right? From the story we've just read, every time Elisha heard from God... I mean, this isn't just Elisha coming up with great ideas. This is God speaking to Elisha. Every time he functioned in this, 
Elisha stopped the progression of the enemy. Elisha was exposing the enemy's plans. He helped release Israel from the oppression the Arameans uh, were, were faced, that Israel was facing because they were raiding parties that just came and kind of, um, came and just took everything. The same thing happens in your, your life and my life. When we are actually moving in the things of the Spirit, and we're moving in the things of God, every time that we are moving in the things of God, we stop the advances of the enemy and we advance the kingdom of God. When you and I are moving in the things that God have, has intended for our lives, we, the kingdom of God moves forward because it brings release, it brings victory, and the plans of the enemy are thwarted, are stopped. So every time the enemy is doing something, actually God has a, a purpose and a plan for our lives in that situation. And Elisha was, uh, as a man that sought God, sought his, his advice, his wisdom, and as we continue to read in the story, we'll see that actually Elisha was seeing this whole situation from a different perspective. As we continue to read, verse 13 and 14, it says this, Go find where he is, the king orders, so I, uh, so I can send men and capture him. The report came back, he is in Dothan. Then he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. Elisha was doing the will of God and was moving in the things of, of God, but the war now was being raged against Elisha. The war was brought to his own doorstep. He, it was being brought to his camp, to, to where he was living. He was now the target. Now, the king sent a strong force, his very best men. These weren't just kind of the leftover recruits, but these were his, his best men, and all to capture one man who wasn't a soldier. They wanted to make sure this guy was stopped. The king considered him to be dangerous. There can be times when we all, when all hell, all hell breaks loose in our lives because the enemy wants to stop us from fulfilling what God has in store for us. And I don't know if you've had moments in your life where it seems like everything goes wrong. How many of you have had moments like that? Where you wake up in the morning and suddenly these things go wrong, this goes wrong, this goes wrong. And all of these things, um, you were on a path, you were on a journey, but suddenly it seems like the enemy just keeps coming with things. There's things that are just happening in your life. And the enemy wants to make your life and make my life ineffective by becoming surrounded by stuff, by, by a situation. When you fulfill the will of God, when you fulfill the destiny God has for your life, you are actually a dangerous person in the enemy's camp. Right? When you are living the way God calls you to live, when you are fulfilling your destiny for your life, you are dangerous. You're a dangerous person because you're doing what God has intended for your life. Does that mean that sometimes the war is brought to your doorstep? I believe it does. I believe sometimes the situations, we are faced with circumstances that... Uh, that try to stop us. Now, as we keep reading, verse 15 to 16, it says, When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots has surrounded the city. Oh, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Now, you can just imagine in the morning, Elisha had this servant who was helping him um, uh, with what he was doing in, in his, his ministry. 
he gets up in the morning, opens up the curtains, and just sees a whole army surrounding the town, surrounding this place. You think, okay, this isn't good news. And so he, he either awakens Elisha or he goes to Elisha and says, you know what, we've got a problem, we've got a situation here. What are we going to do? And Elisha says something, he says, don't worry, there's more with us than there are with them. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize there's only two of you in the house, and there's a whole army outside the house. And you think, okay, Elisha, I don't know what you ate for breakfast, but uh, there is not more of us than with them. He saw two against a whole army. He saw it, the, 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 the servant was seen in the physical realm, that there was no hope. And the reaction of actually seeing just in the physical realm produces fear as, the, as a response, right? I think for all of us, we have moments where we, okay, we're, we're going on with life. We get a phone call. Something happens. And something, all of a sudden, we feel like we're out of our depth. The, the servant felt like he was out of his depth because this, there's more against us than for us at this moment. And fear is the very, very first thing that can grip our hearts at those moments, thinking, what are we going to do? This is too much for us. We can't, we can't accomplish this. We can't uh, overcome this. We feel a kind of like, do you have this term, sitting ducks? We feel like sitting ducks. Um, all hell is breaking loose in our lives. We may be fe- facing the onslaught from the enemy. It could be health. It could be family, finances, emotional struggles, discouragement, relationships, all of these things, I think, we can feel surrounded. And in the physical realm, when we look out, we just see there is more against me right now than what is for me. The enemy, can I just say, has victory over us when we give way to fear and we give way to these feelings that are produced by only looking in the natural. When we, when we just look at our bank balance or we just look at what the doctor has to say or when we just look at what's going on in relationships this can give way to the feelings of hopelessness so that we, we have despair, we have discouragement. I thought I was doing your will, God, and yet this is happening. Now, Elisha saw the situation from a different perspective. They were not hopeless because Elisha knew two things. One is he knew his position, where he really stood in the battle. And two, he knew his provision, what God had given him to overcome. So he knew his position where God had stood him in the battle, where he really was in the battle, and he knew his provision, what God had given him to overcome the enemy. He saw in the spirit and responded in faith. This is what his response to. Now, what was his position? What was his response? Verse 17, it says, Elisha prayed and says, O Lord, open the eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw, and the hills were full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. How did Elisha see this before? How is it that he saw it and the servant didn't see it? I believe is that Elisha was walking close to God prior to this moment. So when the moment hit, he already knew what God was, he, he knew that God was bigger. He saw something spiritually happening. You and I, we face situations and sometimes we hit the crisis button and, and life throws things at us. But actually, it's, it's even as before those moments hit, as we walk close to God, we can have a confidence knowing that God is with us in that, that time. We might not necessarily see like Elisha saw, you know, 
horses of fire around us and, you know, uh, the armies of heaven. But we can have a confidence in our spirits that God is God is with us right now. Even though I'm going through a challenging moment, I know that God is on my side. What is your provision? What is your provision or your provision in the circumstances you're facing? Our position is that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We've been given this as a promise. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. We also have a promise that if God is for us, who can be against us? This is an amazing position that if God is on my side, as even with Elisha, if God was on, on Elisha's side, no matter how many armies are coming up against you, they will never take from you because God's on your side. Yeah? The third promise that we have is that of our, in our position that we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. And, and what does this really mean? In these kind of, I, I feel like I'm in Camp Town. I don't feel like I'm seated with Christ in heavenly realms. But in a spiritual context, even when we look at Easter, when we just celebrated Easter, when Jesus rose from the dead, he conquered sin and death. He conquered everything that was against us. And the Bible says that he was exalted to the highest place above every principality and power. Every, every authority that is in any realm of heaven and on earth, Christ was exalted above that. And what he says, when you put your faith in me, I'm going to, I raise you up to be with me in that place of authority. That's your position in this battle. You're, I have conquered everything so that in me, when you stand in me, when you believe in me, you're positioned with me in authority over the situations that you're facing. You're not under your circumstances. You're over them, right? Now, the enemy is a liar. I once heard, how do we know when, when the enemy is speaking? When his mouth is moving. No, sorry. How do we know the enemy is lying when his mouth is moving? When he says anything, he's a fa- the Bible says he's a father of lies. Every time the enemy speaks, he wants to get us off our game. Right? If he can get you feeling like you are not able to accomplish uh, what is in front of you, you can't fulfill your destiny because of all of these problems going on in our lives. You know what? You are not to be controlled by the circumstances. Right? God has given you something in Christ that is above those things, is higher than those things. And he says, you know, I, I call you to sit with me. And I've given, all authority has been given to me. Now I'm giving my authority to you. And so your position is the same, if not even greater, than what Elisha's position was. The enemy can't touch you because of the position you're in. And does that mean problems don't go on around you? No, doesn't mean that. But it means you are safe in Christ. You as a person. Your money could be gone. Other things can happen to your lives. You know, you can't control always what goes on around us. It'd be great if you could control relationships, right? Wouldn't that be easy? We could just control, you can't control relationships. You can't control what other people do. But in Christ, you and I are safe. God can protect me as a person, who I really am. I don't need to be in, I don't need to fear what the future is because Christ has positioned me with Him. The provision He's given me is He's given me all authority to trample. The Bible says He's given me authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. And to overcome the power of the enemy. That's the provision he's given me. The provision he's given me is actually authority. The provision he's given you is authority in the situation. Now as we just read, the servant's eyes were opened. And in that moment, there was a spiritual revelation. Can you just imagine at that point when Elisha said, Okay, God, can you please open his eyes? And he looked and he's like, 
Whoa. Now, if you saw the situation from God's perspective, that which you're fearful of, that which you're worrying about, if you could truly see it from God's perspective, do you think the fear and the worry would dissipate? I think it would. Do you think, well, it's a no-brainer now. Clearly, this is a, this is a win-win situation for me because God is on my side. I can see it clearly now. But the servant needed that revelation. No matter how much Elisha would have told him, it's okay, we're going to be okay, he needed to see it. And I believe you and I, we need to have our hearts, the revelation of our hearts, uh, our, our eyes open to the revelation of, of who Christ really is, but more importantly, the, the, the position that Christ has given you and me in that situation, in what we're facing right now, today. And so, Elisha had a position and she, he had a provision, as you and I do, but Elisha also had to activate the spiritual, the spiritual intervention that needed to happen. He, he had a part to play. And sometimes I think you and I, we can, again, we can face life and we can feel like, oh God, just help me, which are good prayers to pray. But there's times and a place for you and I also to step into the situation and to, to use what God has given us, to put it into action. And in verse 18, it says, As the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, Lord, strike these people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, as Elisha had asked. Elisha spoke into the situation. He took authority. The heavenly army were with Elisha the whole time, but did nothing until Elisha took his authority. Isn't that interesting? You know, God is always with us. His spirit is with us. He's, he's walking with us. But, you know, he's also waiting for us to invite him into the situation to do something. The whole army was surrounding them. But what if Elijah had never prayed? What if he never asked, never kind of positioned um, himself to say, God, would you do this? What would have happened to them as it proceeded in the story? I think the outcome in the story would look quite different. Although they were surrounded... The, 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 the armies of heaven had surrounded them. They were still waiting for Elisha to give direction. And for you and I, we, we can go through, we can go through life and we can pray the help, help me Lord prayers. But there are also times where we need to pray with Christ's authority to speak into our situations. I found this to be true. Sometimes I've prayed just for help and I felt kind of worse after a prayer. How many of you have had those kind of moments of prayer where you just think, God, oh, I just feel awful. Lord, this situation. And at the end of it, you just feel as discouraged before you even started praying. There are times that we need to look at what's going on and step into the authority that God has given us and proclaim what God has promised us in that. You have a part to play. God has made every provision for you and for me, but we're the ones that need to use it. He can give you the car. He can give you the keys for the car. He can tell you how to drive the car. But at the end of the day, you need to drive the car. Right? You need to move in it. You need to get going. You and I, God wants to see defeat the enemy. He, he wants to see his kingdom advance. And the kingdom of the enemy, enemy destroyed. But we have a part to play. Now, what was the result of this story? As we keep reading, 
As the enemy came down, um, as we just read, Elisha prayed that he'd be struck with blindness. So he struck them with blindness. Elisha told them, this is not the road and this is not the city. Follow me and I'll lead you to the man you're looking for. And he led them to Samaria. After they had entered the city, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so they can see. Then the Lord opened their eyes and they looked and there they were inside Samaria. Then the king of Israel um, saw them. He asked Elisha, shall I kill them, my father? Shall I kill them? Oh, what a great opportunity. Do not kill them, he answered. Would you kill men you've captured with your own sword and bow? Set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. So he prepared a great feast for them. And after they had um, finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their master. So the barons of Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. What a, an amazing kind of situation happened. They, they, they were brought into the middle of the city. God, uh, Elisha asked that the, the eyes would be opened again. They opened them up. Now, um, the king of Israel thought there was a great opportunity to completely kill them. But actually, uh, instead of killing them, they had a party. They had a great feast. And what was interesting is that the whole thing, the, 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 the end result of this story is that, one, uh, could I say that love conquered evil. And from this point onwards, the, the bands of Aram, they stopped raiding Israel. The, 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 what had been a, a constant threat was stopped. From that point, it was just stopped. Victory was won. You know, you and I, we can live in victory, but we need to understand our position. We need to, we need to know our provision, and we need to activate supernatural intervention in our circumstances. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We are more. Why are we more than conquerors? Because Christ has done the conquering, and in Christ we stand in the finished product. And I, I guess as I bring this to a close, I, I, my, my prayer for you, as it is for me, is that our hearts will be opened to the bigger picture. Whatever you're judging your life right now, you have, can I just say you have a finite understanding of how you see your circumstance. How you see your life. God has a bigger perspective. God wants to, to work through your life. That you would see breakthrough. That you would see God do the incredible. That God would do the supernatural. But you've also got a part to play in that whole process. And I guess my prayer today is that the eyes of your heart would be open to see what really is around you. What Christ has really done for you. That you could step into all that Christ has ahead of you. Jesus wants to do great things through your life. And I believe, as is often my, 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 my heart, is that we're not on this earth by mistake. God had a purpose and a plan for your life. He, and our, his, God's intention for you is not that you just live from struggle to struggle, just barely getting by, just holding on for dear life and just hoping for Jesus to come back any day to get out of this wretched place. No, he's called us to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, right? He's called us to see his plans and purposes fulfilled through our lives. And again, going back to the beginning of the story, Elisha was was moving in the things of God. And that brought the, the enemy to his own doorstep. But through that process, God brought the ultimate victory that they needed. 
Don't be afraid of the enemy coming to your doorstep because Christ in you is greater than he that is in the world. All hell can break loose in your life, but if you're in the center of God's will, you have nothing to be afraid of because the enemy cannot touch you. He's trying to threaten you. He's trying to bark at you, trying to intimidate you. But you know what? You have the authority in Christ to stand your ground and to move forward in the things that God has unshaken or un, unnerved by what's going on around you. God wants to see you bring the victory. He wants to see victory come through your life, through your response. But he's looking for people who, who just tune in to what his spirit is doing. Tune in to what he's accomplished, what, what's going on around you. I can't do that, but you know what? God can do that. And I believe it, it comes, again, from Elisha spent time in God's presence. And it's through spending time in God's presence, he could see the situation as it really was from God's perspective. And no matter how much someone tells you or encourages you, you and I have a part to play in just getting into God's presence and seeing, bringing our situation before God and asking him to help you see it from his, his perspective. Does that make sense? I'm going to close in prayer. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.